everyone welcome back to the jamie star podcast thank you so much for joining me for another episode so my guest today may be a familiar voice to you if you are in the metro detroit area and you are a frequent listener to 104.3 womc during the midday times of the day my guest today is erica mccauley trukin what made you fall in love with radio you know what? Um, I was a teenager. I can't remember if it was right before I started driving or after I started driving. And I don't know if you're familiar with Ann Carlini from the Riff, but I saw her out at an event and I just thought her job was so cool. She was just talking on the radio and interacting with this line of listeners that were there to see her. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I went up and talked to her and found out about radio and Specs Howard and kind of fell in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How did Specs Howard prepare you for the job that you have today? Well, you know, I mean, talking, I can sit down and talk to people about anything for hours. But when it came to, okay, how do you properly, properly talk into a microphone, um, an audio board, what is that? How do I use it? Mm-hmm. So um, just fine tuning those skills that uh, I had no idea that went along with the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to Specs Howard because I wanted to be a weather girl. Oh. And then they put me on camera, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a lot more comfortable with it over the years. But, um, yeah, when I was younger, I was not a fan of being in front of the camera. So, you know, I, I loved TV. I loved radio. And ended up falling in love with radio a little bit more because you can be more of a personality. You know? mm-hmm. like, let people into your life. Tell them about yourself. And, you know, on the news, sometimes you don't really get that interaction with the audience. Yeah, you can definitely, like, express yourself more with radio versus TV. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, going out and doing events where you get to meet the public, that just, that's the icing on the cake. You yeah. Know, I, I love interacting with people. So meeting the people that are listening to you and hopefully you're making them smile throughout their day, that's a pretty cool feeling. Oh, yeah. Prior to Specs, did you have any other, like, hands-on training or experience with radio in general? I did not. The only training I had was listening to radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I grew up in a household where, you know, my family kind of fed dreams, you know, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought I wanted to be a model, but I never went above five feet, four inches. So <laughs> I had to find another career. And um, I went and visited Specs Howard with my dad when I was, like, 19. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So work towards the goals of what I needed to do to get there. And now here I am, 2021. I've been doing radio for uh, about 11, 12 years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. Yes, I, I love it. Um, you know, I've got to do radio right here in my hometown. Um, I've moved to Illinois and Indiana and done radio there. So um, I've definitely gotten some experience working with different kinds of people in different areas, and, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Radio can take you on journeys that you never really thought you could go on. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean, I never thought that I'd be living out of state doing a morning show in Illinois or, you know, down in Indiana and doing middays and afternoon drive because you know you're covering for everybody right it's just it's super cool yeah Mm -hmm. what are some ways you prep for going on the air each day well you know I 
try not to talk about a whole lot of celebrity stuff. I feel like celebrity stuff is just at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. If you know something about your favorite celebrity, just go to Instagram. Yeah. So when I sit down to do my show, I think about, okay, what did I do yesterday? What did I do this past week? Were any of my listeners possibly any of these events that I went to? You know, were they experiencing the same, you know, things Mm -hmm. that I was doing through the week? So I like to start talking about, you know, just a way for my audience to get to know me, to know that, hey, I'm here, I live in Michigan, we're doing the same things, we're going to the same areas. Oh, yeah. And if it's, if it's a slow week where I'm like, gosh, I didn't really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just start looking for area events, you know, what's going on, you know, we're stuck in the house last year, so any kind of events I can find for them that are outside to get out of the house and mm-hmm. do something with the family, you want to make sure, hey, you know, there's this cool event going on this weekend. Get the whole family out of the house. And, you know, every once in a while, you know, there may be a celebrity story in there, you know, if it's something local or if they did something cool or if I think they did something funny. But mm-hmm. uh, more about just connecting with people on a real level. Like, we're kind of living the same lives. I'm not a celebrity. I'm going to the same restaurant you're going to. Mm-hmm. shopping at the same stores. I love shopping online just like you do. Oh, so yeah. Just ways to connect. I do. I do love a good online shopping. Yeah? What's your favorite online shopping? <sighs> well, does, well, besides Amazon, because Amazon is everybody's favorite. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, I feel like if someone doesn't buy something off of Amazon, that's, like, unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You went there and just browsed? If someone goes in there and just browse, that's just weird to me. But, oh God, favorite place to shop online. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I love a good free people when I have, when I can afford it. Yeah, they have good stuff. Um, so many online subscriptions. Like, um, in my house, my husband does Stitch Fix. And I do Nadine West. So instead of going to the stores and going shopping, we just let the clothes come to us. <laughs> I should try that. Yes, it's super cool. Um, Stitch Fix is a little bit more pricey. And they send you, like, shoes and stuff. But Nadine West is a little bit more affordable. So if you're somebody who only likes to wear something for a season and get rid of it, perfect. <laughs> I'm literally writing that down because I literally am going to look into it. Hang on. Yay! Let me get they send you cute little emails and everything. Oh, it's so, it's so cute. Oh, I'm so getting, uh, I'm so going on Nadine West. Yeah, it's only like $9.99 a month. And they send you clothes and the $9.99 goes towards whatever your purchase is. So, pretty cool. Oh, that is really cool. I'm going to, I'm, I'm looking into that later. It opens your mind to a whole new way of shopping, Jamie. <laughs> My mom is going to not be so happy with me. It's okay, send her my way. <laughs> my mom is not going to be a happy camper. Until she starts seeing the cute stuff and she's like, ooh, I'll take that piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that might happen. In what ways is middays the best shift to have on the air? Well, I always like to joke because you don't have to wake up too early. <laughs> Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> middays is really nice because... You know, you know, I'm not connecting with those people that are driving into work. I'm connecting with those people who already are, are at work. So, you know, maybe they're busy at work and they got something going on in the background. And hopefully I say something throughout my show that makes them laugh, smile, cry, or feel some kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's kind of what, what I like about middays is just kind of 
know, I don't have to wake up super early and I still get to talk to, um, you know, a great audience that's probably out working most of their day or running around with the kids. So just trying to find ways to uh, make their day a little bit happier while they're listening through that midday. Oh, totally. <laughs> what has been a highlight of your WOMC experience so far? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, so I've only been with OMC for a little bit, but I've been with the company for a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. And um, before pandemic hit, I got to work my very first dream cruise uh, with OMC. Yeah, so that was 2019 that I got yeah. to work. So they had me out at Mustang Alley, and I got to do live breaks. And it was just a super cool experience mm-hmm. because, I mean, the dream cruise has been around for as long as I can remember. Right, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So to work such an iconic event right here in the city I was born in, it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I wish I could have ran into a little bit more people. It's kind of crazy down there, but uh, definitely a really cool event. And then, you know, working like the Autorama and stuff like that, you know, another iconic event here in the city. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, they have some awesome events. Yeah. always fun. You always meet good people and you're treated well. Oh, yeah. What is the most challenging part about going from station to station? Because you went from like uh, YCD, OMC, we're out of state. Like, is there, what are, what's like a challenge when it comes from going back and forth to like a whole bunch of going like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, um, one of the big challenges for me is um, I started out in radio on Top 40, which is the music I listen to, I love, Same. I enjoy. Right. And, um, and then they wanted me to do a country station and it was kind of out of my element. I didn't know a whole lot about country music when I started in radio. I was kind of like, eh, you know, I know a couple of songs, a couple of Garth Brooks songs. Yeah. Roxanne said the same thing. She didn't really know much either. Yeah. So, um, the funny thing is, is the country music radio world is amazing. Um, a couple of months after getting comfortable learning artists, learning actually how to say the names of the songs, I can remember the, one of the time I introduced, the first time I inter- had to introduce, um, I believe it was Dirt Bentley, 5150. I introduced it as 5150. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. <laughs> because I just, I, I didn't know the song, I didn't know the artist, but um, once I got to know you know the music I really fell in love with it um I was in Fort Wayne Indiana working for K105 for like five years I got to do middays and afternoon drive Mm -hmm. um I got to interview Charlie Daniels and Ray Lynn and Miranda Lambert just all these really awesome country artists that you kind of just feel like you're interviewing your next door neighbor they're just they don't have these big huge egos you know they're not wearing millions and millions millions of dollars of jewelry you know or anything like that it's just you're having a conversation and they love what they do as much as you love what you're doing Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah but the most challenging part is you know just learning the new format and just getting the trust of your listener mm-hmm. trying to get those listeners to love you can be a little bit of a challenge sometimes oh yeah if you're not from the area mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you love most about interacting with your listeners um, just wanting, like, I love learning how long they've listened to a station for, because you have some people who have been listening to a station since they were two, and now they're 67, or somebody who, you know, their mom maybe 
you know, around my age and maybe, you know, they're in their middle, they're, you know, 15, 16, and they're like starting to like all these songs that their parents are liking. So that's kind of the cool thing is um, just watching the younger generation come up and love the music of the past. Yeah. Because there's a lot of great songs out there. Uh-huh. Good music. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm starting that too. Like going through that. Cause what's, I'm... Your, what's your favorite music? What's your favorite kind of, favorite band? Well, I'm not a big band person. I'm more of a solo artist person. Okay. But if we're talking, like, my generation music, I would say Selena Gomez by, you know, top of the list. Hands down. Hands down, top of the list. Seen her in concert many times. Can can probably scream every lyric of every song in the car and, you know, live my best life. But besides that, I'm a big Cher fan. Really? See, old school. I like that. I actually, before COVID, and I'm a big Celine Dion junkie too. Oh, she got the power lungs, right? She's got such a great voice. Yes, yeah, Celine was my last show I saw before COVID. Where did you see Celine at? LCA. Ooh, gosh, that goosebumps. Probably was a great show. Uh huh. I actually went with my grandpa because he's the only one that I know who is a fan of Celine Dion, so I went with him. He sat there. I was standing up, you know, belting along. <laughs> and he was like, Jamie, quiet down. I'm like, no. We're at a concert. There's a video of me. I may have to send it to you of me screaming. My heart will go on. And I sent it to some friends of mine, like, after the show was over. And they were like, I'm dying. This is hilarious. That's great. <laughs> How fun. This is what you're supposed to do at concerts. Sing your heart out. Yeah, my dad said that when I saw Cher, my dad did said the same thing. He was like, Jamie stop <laughs> i'm like no yeah i totally feel you i just went to see alanis morissette on sunday and i grew up you know listening to alanis morissette mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure when you she started singing you ought to know the crowd went wild insane yes oh i can i totally yeah that was like <laughs> turn back time with the share concert oh yeah it was a total girl fest. Lots of girls at the concert. <laughs> mm-hmm. How has the pandemic affected your radio career? Well, affected it kind of a lot because doing something I never thought I'd be doing, which is doing radio from home. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think that was an option, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, the engineers at our station, they put their heads together and they've had this program sitting on the burner for a while and they tested it out and uploaded it all to our computers. And so working from home doing radio is something I never thought would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely different, you know, to roll out of bed and just go do your show and then you have the rest of the, rest of the day ahead of you other than, you know, getting ready for work and going into the studio and you're there for four or five, six hours. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. I never thought we'd be doing radio from home. Not in a million years. Mm-hmm. What are some of your go-to songs that you sing along to when you're, like, in the studio or you're, you know, there's music playing? Is there any songs you like oh. to sing along to? Oh, my gosh. So, my husband and I always joke about the fact that um, his day, he starts to work really early. And one of the first songs he hears is Eye of the Tiger. And it's one of the songs I love singing when I'm in the studio. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like all of the like the pumped up songs. I like to say that um, our video station is like the movie soundtrack. So it um, kind of is. It really is, yeah. It, yeah. So you know, um, gosh, 
we there's so many songs that I love that our station plays that I'm like scatterbrained. I can't think of one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, I I the Tiger, um, Joan Jett and the Black Cards. I love rock and roll. Like, oh, gosh, I can get down to that show to that song all mm. day long. <laughs> <laughs> Those mm. are like two of my favorites. Like if they come out on the radio and I'm in the studio, I'm excited. Yeah, I would be too. Mm. Who are some of your favorite artists to listen to? Oh gosh, some of my favorite artists. So uh, I just went to Green Day. Absolutely love Green Day. Um, I've seen them in concert twice. Yeah. Uh, I just said I went and seen Alanis Morissette. Love her. Um, but I even have like some like Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And I love Pitbull. Like, I love, um... Are you a smorgasbord like me? I am, because, you know, <laughs> being in being in radio, it's kind of opened me up to music that I never thought I'd really like before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've, the only thing I really can't listen to is something that's real, real old. Like, I have to be able to relate to the music, and if I can't relate to it, I'm kind of lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, the Britney Spears, you know, Green Day... Love me some Maroon 5. My best friend says that Adam Levine is her boyfriend. She said her two boyfriends are Adam Levine and Justin Timberlake. You know what? Adam Levine is a doll, but he's got about 100 too many tattoos. Uh Uh-huh. His (laughs) legs are completely sleeved. His arms, his legs, his stomach, and his back are all completely sleeved. It's like, that's a few... She just likes his face. She just thinks he's pretty looking. She doesn't really like the tattoos. Yeah, he's pretty, and he had a great body before he covered it. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, my best friend is a big. She's uh, went to Justin Timberlake before COVID, and he touched her hand, and she pa- she wanted to pass out. Oh my gosh! I think that's how it would be if I ever got to meet like Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Saw her in concert at the Palace, and oh god, she's like perfect. <laughs> she's awesome. I want my dream is for Blake and Gwen to go on tour together. That would be an awesome tour. Be- I'm sure, it'll happen. Be- yeah. And, like, their songs together are some of my favorites. But is it bad? Like, I don't want them to do, like, a stadium tour. I want them to do, like, a... Arena? Or, like, a a Fox Theater kind of tour. No, I I almost want to do, like, speakeasy tours. Like, an intimate setting with, like, a small crowd. Like, like, I just think that would be awesome. Like a Fillmore kind of show? Kind of. Or a Crowfoot? Crowfoot? Like, Crowfoot? Crowfoot, yeah, something like that. A little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like those intimate shows, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. You feel it more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you got married about a year and a half ago? Two years ago? Uh, it's December. Oh, my goodness. The one-year anniversary is coming up soon. How has married life been treating you? Um, it hasn't been bad. Uh, you know, starting off with pandemic, you know, we really couldn't... Re- out and do anything we didn't go do a honeymoon or anything like that yeah. so i told my husband i said you know for the anniversary we should definitely go somewhere so that one goes somewhere tropical and he's like no <laughs> so i i like the beach and he likes the woods so we always had to figure out like a common ground between the two of us yeah i'm more of a i would i would rather say beach than woods too the woods and the bugs and the no <laughs> Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge back a few years ago, and that was beautiful. You know, we went hiking and all that. I would complain the whole time. <laughs> would you? <laughs> I'm not an outdoorsy person at all. At least you know what you like and what you don't like. Yeah, I'm not outdoorsy. I would complain. My 
mom and my sister and my cousin and my uncle just went to the UP recently. And my mom said to me, you know, I love you, but I'm so glad you're not here. Do you do well in the car? Like, are you good with, like, traveling? Yeah. I'm good with traveling. It's just hiking and kayaking and outdoorsiness. It's just not my style. If there's no Wi-Fi, I'm one of those. If there's no Wi-Fi or power or, you know, anything like that, and I can't, like, check my social media or talk to my friends or (laughs) finish my, like, hang out on my, do my Snapchat streaks, I don't know what I would do. Right. I'm one of those people. That's okay. At least you know what you like. Mm Mm-hmm. If you got to go to the Olympics and compete in any sport, what sport would you want to compete in? Oh my goodness. Um I'm gonna so does it matter if it's winter sport? Doesn't matter. Sports? It's up to you. And it would have to be a tie between skateboarding or snowboarding. Oh. When I was watching skateboarding over the summer on the Olympics, I kinda was just sitting there like on the edge of my seat thinking that they were gonna fall on their face. Yeah. But they make I'm it look so. Of, they make it look so I'm easy. Huge, oh, so easy! Like I'm a huge fan of Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and yeah, skateboarding is just awesome, and it's something that like I can never really pick up on. I tried. Uh-huh. My brother did skateboarding, and I was like, okay, you're awesome. Like I just can't figure it out. I just fall on my butt. Mm-hmm. I think it's that whole. Um, I have a booty thing going on that doesn't work out very well for me. <laughs> About how many years ago was it? Maybe 10 years ago? I was at, I don't know where I was, but it, I saw handicapped skateboarding. So it was handicapped people in wheelchairs on skateboard ramps. Really? Uh-huh. And they were doing That's flips and tricks in, in, from their wheelchair. That's nuts. So I'm guessing they were strapped in somehow, probably. I think so. I'm going to have to do some kind of Googling because I want to see that video. Yeah, I don't know. It was in Michigan. I forgot where I was, but I remember that I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Uh, That sounds insane. It was wild. Are you a fan of reality TV? A little bit. Not a lot of it. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, I'm the biggest fan. Are you a reality show fan? That's all all I watch. Is it really? Besides, like, the shows I grew up watching when I watch reruns on Disney+, Plus, but Mm -hmm. besides that, put me in front of a screen and let me watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation for hours and I'll do it. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I'm one of those. Okay. I used to be a lot more into reality shows. Um, I don't know. I feel like in the past five years, I've just kind of... I'm, I'm so sick of watching drama on TV. <laughs> I, bo- I boycotted the Kardashians about two years ago. Did you? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, I think the only real reality show we watch right now, other than, like, The Masked Singer. I love like, The Masked Singer. Right? So fun. Um, I haven't got into the dancing one yet, though. The Masked Dancer or something like that. It was weird. Right? <laughs> it was good, but it was weird. So you did check it out? I did check it out. It was a little... It, it's more complicated. Well, yeah, because you're trying to figure out who somebody is by their dance moves. Yeah, and the videos. But, it's like... Hard. It's hard, and then the finale happens, and you're like, oh, really? That's who... Why didn't I guess that all along? Yeah. I don't know. One, of the, uh, one of the big shows we watch in our house right now, uh, we watch MTV The Challenge. Oh! big teen mom og junkie so i so like Corey and taylor and 
Yep. All that. I love them. Teen Mom, too. I've watched Teen Mom in a long time. I'm a big Corey Wharton and Taylor Selfridge fan. Follow them on Instagram. Awesome. So. So, fun to watch. You know, good personalities. You know, I I love the the veterans versus the newbies. It's mm -hmm. just, it's it's good drama. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Corey's ever won, but he's the only one that I know on the show. No, and... His, well, do you know his friend Nelson? I don't know. Yeah, so um, he was on FaceTime. I was watching Teen Mom, to, Teen Mom OG the other day, and he was on FaceTime with Nelson when they showed Corey, like, during their segment. He's a whiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you love most about Detroit? Oh, my God. I love everything about Detroit. I love our brands. I don't know if you know that um, I was I was doing Dago Friday during mm-hmm. the pandemic, trying different different flavors of Fago every week. Um, I just started up another new challenge, Better Made Mondays. So I'm going through all the Better Made products and trying those. And I do videos and ask mm-hmm. people what they like and what I should try next and stuff like that. But I love the fact that, you know, you can be in Detroit, surrounded by all of our awesome sports teams and stadiums and all the cool things you can do downtown the bars the nightclubs and museums and all of that but then you can drive an hour hour and a half north and you can basically be in the woods you mm-hmm. know so i just think that we just have so much to offer i wish we live, i wish i lived closer to one of our beautiful lakes but yeah um during the pandemic i've seen a lot of people just downplaying michigan and mm-hmm. talking bad about our state and I don't see how you can hate Michigan. We yeah, I don't have, see it either. People always talk about how much they hate it here, but I'm like, it's home. Yeah, I mean, we have everything here. You can enjoy everything here you can enjoy in a tropical state. You know, we have beautiful lakes. We have ski resorts. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all kinds of stuff you can go out and do. Hunting, if that's, if that's your thing. Goth galore. <laughs> I remember a few years ago, uh, uh, DVD had a uh, commercial, like a like I listened to what like whatever commercial on TV and it was just like showed like all these places about Detroit and I remember I'm like yep that's home yeah I mean how can you not you know love going down and checking out Motor City or mm-hmm. checking out you know the Fox or even just taking a stroll through uh, the Fisher Building I mean I haven't been in the Fisher Building the in so long <laughs> right I mean not only beautiful on the outside but beautiful on the inside mm-hmm. so um I don't know I think people. You just stop hating on Michigan. <laughs> yeah. How would you describe your radio show to someone who's tuning in for the first time? Um, you're going to get just a real a real person talking about real stuff, and it's probably happening right there in your neighborhood. There's going to be some fun music. You might hear uh, some show, some songs from some of your favorite movies, your favorite shows, but uh, otherwise you're going to walk away with a smile on your face no matter what day part you're listening to. I love that. Are you one to eat during your show, or do you eat before or after? Okay, so in the studio, I'm totally eating during my show. Oh, it's so bad. You're not to be eating or drinking in the studio. You're not the only um, DJ that I know who does that. Yeah, but uh, I love taking a little, like, passion Nutri-Grain bar or some cut-up fruit and just having something to snack on while I'm in the studio. Yeah. You need, you need food. Keep the sugar up, keep the energy up. They need to have, like, a food set, like, a food table in the studio. Yeah, actually, um, well, you, oh, you, you'll have, when, 
we are allowed to have guests come in, I'll invite you in. We actually have like a little kitchen area with a bistro. Uh, so. Yeah, I remember I was in that building like two, when 98, when amp radio was still a thing. That was the last time I was in there. Oh, okay, yep. So it was Julia like, and Chris were still around. yeah, I've, I've had Julia on, but I was shadowing, I was doing a job shadow for school with Kayla and do you remember Kayla? She was, she was mid days on amp. I, yeah, I don't think I know Kayla, but yeah, I remember I went in like the kitchen and they were having a chili cook off. I don't know. If, station? Uh-huh. That sounds amazing. They were having a chili cook off. She was like, let's go with the chili cook off. I'm like, huh? I'm like, don't you have a show? She's like, yeah, they're, all these songs are playing, then it's a commercial, I'm going to have to talk for like 20 minutes. Let's go to the chili cook-off. Let's walk around this, the office. I was like, okay. Hey, they never had any kind of chili cook-off bottles there, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> How long prior to the show starting would you get to the station? And how long would you leave until, like, how long after your show do you leave? my show i don't really need to get there more than an hour before so if my show starts at noon i like to be at least in the building by 11 15 mm-hmm. and then i'm usually gone 30 minutes after my show is done just making sure that the person who came in for the next shift showed up and mm-hmm. everything was done right no commercials were missed and anything like that yeah mm-hmm. what are some of your personal favorite detroit hot spots favorite detroit hot spots oh my goodness so i absolutely love old shillelagh oh uh it's an irish bar down there um i was introduced to one of the best beers so i used to do Jaeger promos i was a Jaeger girl back in the day Mm -hmm. and we used to do promos out at old shillelagh and i was introduced to a beer there called strongbow so that is always like a staple in my mind Mm -hmm. um the spirit of detroit is just also also just a cool place to go visit yeah um Campus Martius. Yeah. I love going over to, um, oh, what is it called? Oh, I love going over to Cass because there's a dog park over there. Mm-hmm. So I like to take my dog over there to the dog park because they have a small dog area and a big dog area. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, those are, yeah. And then I love going over to the Heidelberg Project. You know, um, there's been a lot of changes, there's a lot mm-hmm. of construction that goes on. So I'd like to way over there and see what new is happening yeah it's always every time i go over to heidelberg it's like looks completely different than it did the last time yes and then anytime i can hit up you know a pure detroit store oh yeah i have i even though i live in michigan i have so many i need to shop at pure detroit yeah every my yeah my root shirt on oh yeah <laughs> i love the one at somerset oh uh, you know i haven't been to the one i haven't been to somerset since i've been back to michigan there's this one in Somerset now, and it's, like, half food and half, like, merchandise. Oh. And there's a whole, like, better-made section. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Of, oh. like, chips and products that. and Cracker Jacks. And if it's made, if it's a better-made product, it is in that store. Nice. Cool. I'm going to check that out. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Oh my goodness, a fun fact that people know about me. Um, for some reason, like, there's a video out there, but not a lot of people know that I've skydived. Ooh. Yeah, I jumped 15,000 feet out of an airplane with the Army jump team. 
So I'm kind of a mm-hmm. thrill seeker. Yeah. I try just about anything once, whether I throw up or not. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love just trying new things. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to try something. Love it. Challenge me. Yeah, maybe you'll go on the challenge. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I've been speaking with Erica McCauley Trokin from 104.3 WOMC from right here in Metro Detroit. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with Hope Easterbrook from the original cast of Hamilton.